case you don't know, I'm a college student. Yes, I'm educated. Yes, I'm knowledgeable. Yes, I'm just kidding. Um, I, I am a college student, but I'm a big believer that you don't have to go to college to be happy. You don't have to go to college to be successful. Just do what makes you happy and you'll be um, successful, full of success in the field of happiness, you know? Um, but uh, in today's episode, I'm going to be talking about my life in a global pandemic as a college student, um, as well as just some some other things that focus on the pandemic. Uh, you may be thinking, Maddie, you just you just you just filmed a podcast episode last week talking about the pandemic, pandemic. But you know, this episode is going to be um, more surface level. The last episode, I really dove in and and talked about a lot of things that were happening. Uh, like my family stuff, but this one is going to be just more surface level, more chill, uh, more relaxed, you know? So if you've made it this far to episode three, thank you. And I hope that you continue to listen and I hope that you enjoy. So the college that I go to is called the University of North Texas at Dallas. Uh, just in case you didn't know, don't look me up, but, um, I first started there August of 2018. Uh, I was a freshman and um, I was really nervous, but I was also really excited. And my first semester was a little overwhelming. You know, I went through a little bit of uh, mental health issues uh, like a lot of students do. I was also making a 20 to 25 minute commute uh, from my small town and I couldn't handle it. So my second semester of college, I was like, you know what, I'm not doing that again. So I signed up for all online courses. Um, And then once I finished my second semester of college, I moved on to my third semester and I signed up for all online. Next semester I did all online. So the only semester I was at school was my my first semester of college. Um, So I got to experience a little bit of the in-person classes um, and a ton of, uh, I guess, online classes. So I I do feel like um, a lot of people struggled, a lot of students, no matter what age you are or no matter what age they are, they struggled a lot during this pandemic. Um, and luckily I wasn't one of those people because I was already used to this. I, I enjoyed online school already. Um, so I think that, I was one of the lucky ones. Uh, my sisters actually, their school went all online at one point and they were having the roughest time. And what was I doing, you may, th- you may be thinking? Well, of course, I was in my room. I was laying in my bed with my laptop propped on my knees, and I was and I was working hard. And while they were crying in their rooms, or in their room, I was being diligent. I was being responsible, and I was watching TV at the same time that I was doing my work. And guess what? I guess what else I was doing? I was making A's and B's and C's. But we won't talk about the C's. Let's only focus on on the A's and B's. You know, I was. I was kind of thriving when it came to my grades, um, and and I took a lot of pride in that. 
while they were while they were really struggling, which was selfish of me and really messed up of me, but I was very fortunate that my, my schoolwork wasn't affected at all. I will say that I think that my college had a really um, big influence on how well I was doing in school um, throughout this pandemic because I was at home for a really long time. And usually, like I said in episode two, if you remember, um, before the pandemic, I was going out with my friends and I was going to my grandparents' house and I was just having a really good time. Um, and and it was a little depressing being inside, but at the same time, I was used to it. Uh, and I think that my school actually, actually made me feel a little better about being in a pandemic. Um, just because they sent out a ton of emails, a ton. Every week, I was getting probably... I think minimum of three emails, maximum maybe six a week from the school. Uh, they also really helped out the students a lot. Uh, I think they hosted or had like a food drive there and COVID testing. I could be a little wrong because um, I'm guilty of being an avid uh, deleter of emails, which which has hurt me in the past. Uh, so I don't recommend doing that. I, I don't recommend doing, um, not doing, but I don't recommend e erasing or deleting emails uh, because it could get you in a lot of trouble. And um, I do, I don't think that there was really anything that my school could have improved on besides letting the students know what they were gonna do sooner um, when the pandemic first started or when people really, um, starting like shutting everything down, shutting businesses down and stuff, I think they could have let us know a little sooner, but I mean, it was everyone's first pandemic and hopefully it's our last pandemic. So I don't really hold that against them because they, they were struggling. Uh, we were all beginning to struggle and be a little worried about this. So, so I think it's fine actually. Okay, now let's, now I'm going to dig a little bit um, out of this hole that I dug myself into talking about school. I'm going to kind of climb out of it. I'm, I'm slowly climbing out of the hole that is school. Um, I think that my, my professors dealt with the pandemic pretty well, or, or some of them do, uh, dealt with it really well, and others uh, had a rough time or it seemed like they ha had a rough time um just because uh the communication was a little off and um and just and the feedback and and that was it was hard for me but I'm sure it was hard for a lot of people too so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get down about that especially because it's almost summer okay I'm about to be partying partying I'm fully vaccined oh my god why did I say that Think then speak, everyone. Think then speak. I'm fully vaccinated, so I'm gonna be going out drinking with my friends uh, responsibly, of course. Um, you know what? Side note: If you're gonna go out drinking with your friends, make sure you have a designated driver. Make sure you call an Uber. Make sure you call your family, somebody in your family, to pick you up, or your sober friends to pick you up. Be responsible, ladies and gentlemen. Um, <laughs> I. I think that, so going back to my professors, I think that 
they did great with the amount of work that they were giving us. Um, or most of them did really great. One semester, I did have a professor who was giving out, on average, about six assignments a week. Um, which probably, probably doesn't sound like a lot, but when you have other classes that are giving out a lot of homework too, it gets really overwhelming. And unfortunately, I'm the type of person that if I feel way too overwhelmed, um, I neglect some of the things that I'm supposed to be doing and kind of avoid it. And then I'll get really, really stressed out about the fact that I haven't done the work and then I'll, I'll um, become a serial worker. I don't know if that's what it sounds like. Um, I mean, not what it sounds like, but I don't know if that's how you're supposed to say it, but I would work really hard and then I would still um, be missing assignments. So, so, but that's kind of on me. Um, I think, I think that some of my professors also struggled with uh, being a little, going a little more in depth when giving out directions for assignments or go, uh, giving instructions for assignments. And that's kind of what tripped me up a little bit, um, just because I didn't understand. And then I was like, Oh, I don't want to, I don't I don't want to email them because then, because then I thought back to the times where I have emailed my professors before, or, um, I have emailed the professors that, that didn't gr give great instructions and I never got responses back. So that's a little, it was a little disheartening for me, but you know what? It's almost summertime. Like I said, I got through it. Okay, I got through it. Okay, I'm done with the S word that ends with an L. School. If you could, if you couldn't figure it out, I was I meant to say like I'm done with talking about school. Okay, so now I'm going to be talking about um, life outside of school. I guess um, I started taking the pandemic seriously in March, in the middle of March when it was first starting. Uh, my earliest, my earliest memory of talking about the coronavirus, uh, was actually with my friend Erica, which I think I mentioned in the last podcast episode. Uh, we've been friends since middle school, side note. Um, and we were sitting in front of my house in her car and we were just going through Twitter and then we saw a story about a cruise ship that, um every single passenger on the cruise ship got sick. And I remember, we remember being like, oh, the coronavirus, okay, well imagine if we got sick. Imagine if, if this happened. Imagine if we, if we had to experience this and we would, we were laughing and laughing and laughing. Um, hello. Now I realize I do not, uh, I do not want to imagine getting sick. That was very ignorant of me and her, but I'm not going to speak for her. Um, but that was, it was very wrong of me to to think it was so funny, you know. Imagine, imagine if we got sick, ha 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 ha. You know, that's so awful. But um, but my mom's a nurse, so she really was like, we have to be safe. We have to be safe. We have to stay quarantined. And and now I realize like that's great. And in the beginning, I realized, okay, that's great too. That's that's really great that we're doing this. Keep everyone safe. Keep everyone's grandparents safe. You know. Um, and I think, I think I, I was pretty serious whenever it was starting to, uh, circulate on all the news, what are they called? Like news, 
Oh my gosh, I, I want to, I'm just going to say news television shows. That's probably, probably not. News programs? I don't know. But I think that's whenever I started to take it seriously, whenever I saw the number of people dying. Um, even though there's like 7 billion people in the world, in the world um, and a small percentage of people were dying, the number was still pretty big. Uh, so I was like, okay, I do not want this to happen to me. Um, and, and another thing that happened was, um, uh, my, my aunt, her husband, so my uncle, his mom, okay, that was like a puzzle. My aunt's husband's mom was, uh, was actually diagnosed, diagnosed, I think diagnosed, I think that's the word, diagnosed with, uh, coronavirus, and, um, sadly she passed away from it. So that was another thing that uh, made me become more serious and wanted me to stay even more safe uh, because I didn't want that to happen to anyone else in my family or I didn't want to be the cause of anyone else's family's death, you know? Um, and uh, you may remember in the last episode, I talked about some family members that weren't being very diligent with, uh, following the rules or the rules that were placed, you know, they weren't following the rules. I, you may remember them from the last episode. Um, they actually, we found out that they actually got sick and had COVID. Um, one of my cousins, hopefully she doesn't hear it. This is a, I could be causing some more family drama if you remember from the last episode. Um, one of my cousins actually got sick and had COVID and she went to work. Uh, what? Yeah. I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm going to report you to the CDC. Okay. You're going to be in prison, but you know, I didn't do that. But if you want a reporter, you do it. I'm just kidding. Oh my gosh. I'm just kidding. If she listens to this, I'm dead. Um, so lastly, lastly, the last thing I'm going to be talking about, um, are people that were affected by COVID economically. Um, luckily my household was not affected in any way. My mom's been a nurse at the same hospital for 14 years. Uh, close to 15. Well, it'll be 15 years in September. Um, and so she she was able to um, stay in her position at work. Uh, there were no changes that were made. She actually, um, the only change that was made was that she got to work from home in the beginning of the pandemic or kind of like around April, May. Uh, she was able to actually stay home, uh, I think, four days out of the week. Well, first it was like, it was five days and then they moved it down to four and then three, uh, three days out of the week. Uh, right now in 2021, she works from home on one day and it's Tuesdays. So we were actually pretty excited. Me and my two sisters, we were so happy that she was going to be home because she worked a lot. Um, and she still works a lot. She's a really hard worker and everyone at her job loves her. Uh, but we love her too, you know, so we, we were so happy that she was home. Uh, but someone that was affected by this were my, um, were some of, some people in my family, uh, like my, um, like my aunts and uncles, some of them, I'm not going to name any, but, uh, they were affected by that. One of my uncles lost his job. Um, 
and then as a result, later on, he, he, after months of not being able to find a job and he was actually, uh, he had a time set every day where he would fill out applications and turn applications in and he would also call the jobs that he applied to, uh, but he, he didn't, uh, he didn't, I guess, get any callbacks or he didn't get, not like this is acting, not like callbacks for acting, but he didn't get any callbacks from the jobs, uh, and as a result, they actually lost their house. Uh, or th they didn't lose it. They actually got a really good offer for their house. Um, and they realized that, hey, it doesn't look like we're going to, like, you're going to be working anymore or working for a while. So I think it's best if we sell the house and move in with um, with a family member. So that's what they did. Uh, right now, right now, uh, currently they've sold their house and they they moved in with... Um, said family member and guess what they're doing right now they're going on a road trip they're on a road trip right now in new mexico so that goes to show that not all sad stories have sad endings some stories have some sad stories have great endings and happy endings um just just don't always be sad talk about your problems if you're going through anything um we're in a pandemic we're in a panorama like i said last time uh, and it's hard. So talk to somebody, talk to friends, talk to family, talk to your teachers, talk to your coworkers in a professional way. Um, and just, if you're having a really hard time, get some help, get some advice, um, and get out of this rut. Pandemics are not fun, ladies and gentlemen. In case you can't tell, they're not fun. So make it fun safely at home. Okay, I think this is where I'm going to end it. I've talked for a really long time already. Um, so I think this is where I'm going to end episode three of the Think Then Speak podcast. Thank you so much for listening to me ramble about my life as a student in, in a global pandemic and as well as my life just in general. Uh, I'm your host, Tom. What's his name? Oh my gosh, what's his name? I just lost his last name in my head. Tom and Vanna White, who aren't married actually uh sorry if that ruined your day but turns out they're not married and i thought they've been married for years so it's a lie that we've been told um if you didn't know it's a lie that we've been told um okay i don't want to get off track i'm trying to end this but thank you so much like i said thank you so much for listening uh feel free to email me at think then speak podcast at yahoo.com uh give me some feedback on the episodes as well as your suggestions for topics uh, for upcoming episodes. And I'll try to respond in a timely manner. Thanks so much. Uh, and I'll see you next week. Bye.